This is Talk of the Town on News Talk 1290 CJBK, where interesting people talk and London listens. Interesting people. You want interesting people. I have interesting people right here. Bob Metz and Jeff Schlemmer in the studio, even as I speak. You can speak to. Well, the word interesting is a, is a, is is a interesting. value-laden word that I know that uh, whenever you have a case that's a real mess, that you call it an interesting case. An interesting case. Uh, doctors with people they can't cure, they say, well, this is an interesting, interesting case. Yeah. Oh, interesting. All right, we're going to have an interesting show then today with Schlemmer and Matt. I want to ask you guys about a story that uh, it didn't break today, but it's been around for a while, about, uh, about parties, and particularly the Liberal Party in Canada. And that's the story that broke today because three members of the party in, in British Columbia wrote an Oprah letter to the leadership and said they were concerned about the solicitation of, of of voters in ethnic blocks, this concentration on signing large numbers of voters from ethnic blocks. And, uh, and, and some of the people who wrote this, and I don't have the story right in front of me, um, I think at least two of them were from these identifiable blocks themselves and said, you know, we still don't think this is right. Liberal Party says, no, we're not doing that. We we always, you know, we we appeal to people and we try to do this and we try to do that. But the reality is that in some parts of the country, the federal uh, the federal party, particularly Mr. Martin and his people, have been moving into ethnic communities uh, and trying to sew them up, as the phrase goes. Now, this is not to imply that that uh, everyone in any given ethnic group would be supportive of any particular party. I'm sure there are variations, the same as there are in any group. But the reality is that there appears to be, according to these members of the party, senior members, that the liberals are targeting these groups and saying, yes, let's go get more blacks, let's get more Asians, let's get more uh, um, whomever, let's just, let's get them, let's, you know, how to get such strategy, get more of these folks on board with us, because then we can count on the black vote, the Lebanese vote, the whatever vote. And I'd like to ask both of you fellows whether you've, you know, do you have any reason to believe that that is happening? Uh, and I guess B to the question, is that a particular problem, even if it is? I mean, everybody's free to join a political party. Jeff, I'll start with you. Uh, well, I think, I think that it, it certainly happens in the sense that you try to identify any group that uh, might have some, some cohesion so that if you can tap into it, you can sign up, uh, members and sign up volunteers and so on. So, so whether it's, uh, uh, you know, the Portuguese community, uh, in London or whether it's, uh, uh, you know, somebody's knitting club or whether it's people who all happen to go to the same trailer park, uh, for holidays or whatever, that, uh, you're always looking for people to sign up, obviously, and, and particularly for people who volunteer during elections. And having said that, though, I, I believe the liberals over the years have had this debate about concern about riding associations being taken over by a block of um, of a group of any type uh, based on, I think, some situations that have happened uh, north of Toronto where you would have a ton of people bust into a meeting who are sort of vaguely aware why they're there, uh, who, are, who are all signed up and, uh, and uh, nominate a candidate for election. And I think that that's part of the reason why the Liberal Party has retained the right to um, choose a different candidate. Uh, there, there are other reasons, too. I, I know we've talked in the past about how occasionally they'll say, well, we need more women candidates, for instance. Mm -hmm. So they won't necessarily uh, accept the candidate chosen by the local riding association. But the other part of it, to say, is that is a concern that some groups are able to line up 2,000 people to come to a meeting. And uh, the concern then is that that candidate who is uh, elected that night is not... Uh, 
probably electable in the broader community. Uh, and uh, that's controversial, though. There are a lot of people who say it shouldn't be that way. Listen, if you can if you can get 2,000 people into a room, good on you. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's the way the, it is. That's the way the system's supposed to work. And I've been interested that, um, that historically the Liberal Party, I think, has been probably more successful with the, the immigrant community than the other parties. And I, I gather it's to do with liberal immigration policy over the last century. Um, but there are a number of Alliance uh, MPs, for instance, who are, who are East Indian uh, right now. And uh, it, it's interesting to me that uh, it seems to have become a less of an issue over time. And I don't think anybody is seriously suggesting that there's a problem with anybody of a particular color uh, being nominated. It's more a question of if there's a group and whether it's, uh, whether it's uh, again, uh, a hockey league that all shows up and mm -hmm. takes over a meeting, uh, that uh, they're concerned that that takes away from the from the um, normal nomination process that you have where you've got a riding association that are the sort of standard bearers in good times and bad, and suddenly mm -hmm. somebody comes in. Having said that, I can think of occasions where I've been involved where a candidate has come in and signed up a thousand people, they come to a nomination meeting, and suddenly they're our candidate, and we may have never heard of them before. Uh, well, what they're saying, it was, it was Martin Collicott, who's the former uh, ambassador to Sri Lanka, um, Des Verma, Lena Chow, and Steve Kaufman, who are all senior liberals in British Columbia. And they are, they openly criticize the Liberal Party for encouraging or actively soliciting numbers of new members from particularly the Chinese Canadian and Indo Canadian communities. And they are saying it will lead to ethnic vote banks, which I guess is a problem in some other countries. India is one country that is, that is mentioned. Bob, let me ask you about that. <laughs> it's, it's been a problem in Canada since the founding of the country, for heaven's sakes. French versus English. Mm -hmm. um, Native people versus the rest of the country. Um, this is so-called democracy in action, at least liberal democracy, which is pure majority rule, along with the socialist thing. I mean, that's the same way that Pierre Trudeau's socialist took over the Liberal Party when it was once a semblance of liberalism. And what is happening is you're seeing a move in these parties from generally uh, individual rights to group rights. So they start appealing to group rights, which, of course, is no such thing. They're really privileges when you give to one group at the expense of another. And that's what the Liberal Party is very good at doing. So it, don't be too surprised when groups get together to make sure that they're first in line for all the goodies. Now, what about people uh, who would say, you know, if, 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 you, if this letter had said, for example had said, we don't like the fact that the Liberal Party is actively recruiting white Anglo-Saxons for the party. The, the, the warning flags would have shot up and said, racism, racism, well, racism, racism, racism. It's absolutely racism, even the way it is now. And the Liberal Party has been racist from day one. They, they create human rights commissions. They put out a census every five years where they're asking people what their race and their creed and their religion. Oh, but they say they need to know this information sure so they, they can do. better plan for our future. Well, that's, the, that's exactly why you should not, not answer those questions. And I never do. I have refused, right, to the to the person collecting the census. I've had arguments with them. I said, no way am I filling this out. This is racism in action. The minute a government even recognizes race or sex in law, in legislation, or even in definition, you will find that you will have prejudice and discrimination based on those grounds. It cannot be otherwise. Jeff, would you fill out that stuff? Oh, yeah, and I think it's the opposite. That uh, I, I think that I, I genuinely believe that that virtually everybody in Canada looks to a day when it, when race is irrelevant, when it just is absolutely as, as relevant as the color of your eyes. I and mean, why do you matter. want to collect information on race? Well, what's happened is that historically there have been, there have been so much prejudice uh, that, uh, that, the, that we've tried to combat it in different ways. And I know that Bob and I will agree or disagree to our dying day about uh, affirmative action type programs. But I know that in Canada today, there's still a dramatic underrepresentation of, uh, of people of color in senior uh, senior jobs, certainly among the wealthy, among senior uh, uh, 
But jobs uh, aren't the democratic so institutions. When you talk about underrepresentation, I once heard it said that certain races were overrepresented in the jails. Well, right? my question but, is, my but question it's not is a why? issue. Of, well, that's a good question, but yeah. it's not an issue. You're making it sound like it's a democratic institution. If that's no, just I'm a saying statistic. That, I'm saying we'd like it. That we'd like that ultimately to go away, or to understand it better. If there's some reason why it's happening other than race. Well, if we, but if we want it to go away, if the Liberal Party wants it to go away, why, why this, you know, why this continuing policy or program to go out and, and specifically identify racial groups and try to bring them under the umbrella? Is that, well, a, think, is that a legitimate thing to do? Well, it is, but it's political uh, expediency in that case. It's not that they're saying uh, it's just a thing to do with human rights or race or anything. It's just, hey, here's a bunch of people that we may be. Able to go and sign up to do a bunch of work for us and vote for us. Uh, and I guess one of the things that I've found interesting over time, and I don't even know where it stands, is that sometimes some people are so sensitive about even mentioning a word uh, uh, that relates to race. For instance, uh, you've got the thing going on in Toronto right now with the controversy about Bob Runciman talking about uh, some people in the black community have a vested interest in not solving the problem mm -hmm. of violence down there. I think that I think everybody has really struggled with what do you do about the fact that last fall and winter and and I saw one of them uh, a couple minutes after it happened there were all these black guys killing each other mm -hmm. and they were all black mm -hmm. you never saw that in the newspaper anywhere mm -hmm. and 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 I think you know there's some reasons for that but I don't know how do you how do you get at a problem without calling things what they are on the other hand how do you make sure you don't focus on that to the exclusion of what the real issues are. We have to pause for just a second. This is Left, Right, and Center with Schlemmer Metz, and as always, your input is valued and welcome. 643-1290 is the telephone number. Star 1290 in the Rogers AT&T. We're talking about the Liberal Party, this is the Liberal Party of Canada, being chastised by some of its senior members for targeting ethnic groups to try to bring them into the party fold and some of the implications of that. And Jeff has taken this uh, conversation in an interesting direction, too, with some of the concerns in Toronto. How do you identify problems relative to specific communities if you're not allowed to mention the communities? This is what Ju uh, Julian Fantino is running up against, having some real problems with it in Toronto. We'll be back in a moment to talk more with Bob and Jeff and be pleased to have you join us, too, at 643-1290. This is Left, Right, and Center with Schlemmer and Matz, the old reliables, as they used to say in American politics. Um, yes, sir. Uh, just before the before the commercials, there, Jeff was asking, like, how can you deal with these issues if you can't talk about them? If you can't use the words that you need to describe what is going on, that is exactly why we have racist legislation and people collecting information on race. You can you can divert a great deal of energy and attention from the real issues by focusing on race, which is a non-issue in every every instance. I've never seen a real racism issue that isn't about either money or personal vendettas or things mm -hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, I find it would be a tremendous disadvantage if I was a member of a quote minority group and had all this legislation and supposedly there to protect me. Protect me from what? I mean, the only thing citizens are entitled to protection from is violence. Is, is an act of violence, the initiation of force against us. Other than that, you should have freedom of speech to say what you want and even make racist comments if you want. People will judge you accordingly. Mm -hmm. And when we ban freedom of speech and we tell people they have to be politically correct and they can't say what they truly believe, we don't see the real person. And that, to me, is valuable, valuable information. And what we're really doing then is hiding the racist, putting them under the cover. And they're still there. They're still doing their thing underground. Wouldn't you rather see it all open ground and be in a position where people can respond to the arguments and to the issues? And, I mean, as long as you've got that law there that says nobody's allowed to shoot anybody or punch anybody or hit anybody, why is it even an issue? Why should it even come up? 
I'd like somebody to answer that for well, me. Well, the other thing, too, is that it's not necessarily race-based. Like, for instance, the, the guys I mentioned in Toronto who were shooting each other were also all from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, is it, is it fair game to say, geez, there's something going on with these guys coming in from Jamaica. Most of them were, were here illegally. Can you can you look to other things to try and figure out what's going on here? But then you've, got, the then you've got the problem of the people, the majority of people from, from who come here from Jamaica, who come here looking for a better life oh, and work right. hard and are trying to get ahead. And as soon as that, as soon as the, their ethnicity is alluded to anybody from that group, suddenly they all feel they're tarred with that brush. Well, and to some extent they are in the sense that uh, it seems like there are a lot of people who don't really pay attention to the nuance. And I understand people have busy lives, but uh, the danger, I think, is that you've got somebody who follows things sort of vaguely, uh, like we saw in the United States, where you had half the people in the United States believing that they had found weapons of mass destruction and half believing that uh, there was proof that Saddam was behind 9-11. Because they're not paying attention it's like george never said that exactly mm-hmm. but he certainly inferred it so mm-hmm. they take pick that up so to me if you're going to describe what the problem is you better be very accurate in doing it and you're taking a you're taking the chance of is the public going to pay attention to know what we're really saying here uh, this is left right and center jeff schlemmer and bob metz with us lines are open at 643-1290 emails open to chapman at cjbk.com chapman at cjbk.com and gordon sent this along he said hey jim perhaps your guests could comment on the situation in toronto in which a young, quote, ethnic, uh, 14-year-old person was sold a party membership and was one of the contributing voters to the nomination of the, quote, ethnic candidate over the, quote, non-ethnic candidate, if there is such a thing. He says, the youth's participation was hailed as a triumph for democracy. How informed was his decision at age 14? I suspect it was rather a triumph for, quote, ethnicism. Your and their comments. Well, I'll well, ask you party, now. Uh, party can, can I? I'll, I'll relate to an experience where I, where I participated in such a scam, mm-hmm. and that was with the Ontario PC Party back in the in the in the early '80s before I really got going with Freedom Party. And I was asked by a local PC member uh, to join the party. And didn't even have to pay. They paid for it. They mm. paid for the membership, bought me a meal, and I got a membership along with a whole group and table full of people I brought with me. And whenever we were signaled to put our hand up for a vote, we put our hand up for a vote. And that's how things are done in the major parties. That's why I started a party that would never do that and never even be in a situation like this. Well, of course, there's a but, fine tradition of sort of emptying the cemeteries and so on when you want to get with the vote yeah. uh, in the old days and you know that your vote would be bought. What about the issue, though, of, of involving on? young people, like 14 years Set the ethnic part of it aside. Yeah. Just this idea that you can have somebody as young as 14. I think 14 is the cutoff, isn't it? And I'm not sure that they get full voting rights and stuff. Like, I know that there's a, a young liberal. That's up liberal. to the party. The yeah. party can make its own rules. In our party, you have to be 16. But you can be a contributor. You can be a member. You can be a volunteer. But even 16, they can't vote at 16. Why would you want them as a member of your party at 16? Well, you, well want, you want to get them interested. It's up in to it. them whether they want to be a member of the party. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and we're not concerned. We're not going to lose the principles of our party because of the way it's constructed by people who vote at the grassroots no, level. We no. have a process and a filtering system. But you know, so. for Just for example, I'm going on a limb here, but scientists will tell us, for example, that at 16 years old, the cognitive abilities of the human brain are not fully formed. So you've got people here who are not, their, their intellectual abilities and capacities have not yet reached whatever level they're going to reach when they're fully mature. Well, and you've got them participating in the, in the political process? Uh, excuse me, I know some 12-year-olds who are light years ahead of, of, of 30-year-olds when it comes to political thinking. They know what's going on. They understand things. They think. The fact, well, I think what you're referring to is emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a totally different thing. That's integrating the intellect with your feelings, with your experience, and, and coming to a, a self-awareness of your identity, which is really what that's about. But what, what again, is the point of having children participate in, in uh, not participate in the process? It's great to get them involved, 
But I mean, well, that's you, all it is, is the process. But if you got enough, and then we're not talking said, about you, voting for, for for representatives in parliament. We're talking about just within the party. But system. in this case, you're talking about voting for to, for a candidate to select a candidate. If you got enough of those kids getting the free membership and the free dinner, like you did. What, what you know? Where, where's the, where's the fairness of representation? In well, that? there's no fairness in that system. Well, I don't. That's why, I, I can you know, be wrong. I, I didn't do it. It was another party. <laughs> I don't think 14-year-old liberals can vote. That we have young liberals for sure, and it's like anything where you're trying to get kids interested in the in the politics and trying to get them into interested in civics and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think they can vote for uh, candidates. Uh, that that's my understanding anyway. So like I I thought the, the, what this guy was saying was that this was an example of where something had been done wrong. That uh, they've got somebody who's underage who who they're slipping in to try and get to vote. No, I got that. No, because he, because he says the the and I remember this story vaguely. He said the youth participation was hailed as a triumph for quote democracy. The tragedy for me is that I've tried to interest my oh. kids in joining the Liberal Party, and my daughter tells me that she's a, a disciple of Ayn Rand. So, and that's a tragedy. <laughs> oh, you're a, you're a lucky man. You're a very lucky. You've raised a very wise daughter there. You duck the bullet on that I always one. Find Jeff. a way to rebel, one way or another. I tell oh, you, you duck the bullet on that <laughs> yeah. one. That's just you know people are confusing democracy with voting, and they're two different things. Democracy. Or, or rather, voting exists in every system. There's voting in the Soviet Union. There's voting in corporations. There's voting at every level of organized activity where you see people working together. Democracy is not, that's not what it meant. It meant government of the people by the people. It means that everyone is equal before and under the law, mm -hmm. which means that when you go after ethnic blocks, that's undemocratic. But because no what if you go after bankers? Um, so what? Well, you can go, you shouldn't be going at the same thing. You're right. going after an interest because Exactly, that's the issue. Governments should not be representing interests. They should be representing our individual rights and protecting us from government rather than making government our biggest enemy but and our biggest obstacle in life, though, Bob, which is what it is right now. If, you, if you're trying to attract people to your party, don't you, aren't you going to start by looking at the people who, who you think might have an interest in your party? You're Absolutely. Just the phone oh, no, book and no start question. No question. But so, that's the difference between a party that will not offer them things because they want it or they want an advantage over someone else and a party that's doing exactly that, which is what the Liberal Party and the Conservative Party and the NDP all do. They play favorites. They, they cater to their various But isn't that uh, why, you, why you join a party is because you want to, to elect your party so that it can impose its you want to will on your own on agenda. Well, I started a political party for the very opposite, so I could get government off my back, so I could make government a referee instead of a player in the game, so, so that everyone could be equal before and under the law. No, but you want to impose that on me and everybody else if you get elected, You right? can't impose freedom like on someone. You know, well, socialism, you you <laughs> the irony is, all the socialist systems in the world could, could operate within a free enterprise system. The problem is free enterprise can't operate within a socialist system because it's, it's a contradiction in definition right from the word go. Yeah, so, but, but, but at root, though, as I say, surely the reason you want to get elected is so you can make decisions. The decisions will impact people who didn't vote for you, so by absolutely. definition you're imposing your will on them. Um, well, if you believe that free choice is, is well, now if I, if I force people to buy from one hospital or buy from one school system or buy from one power producer, then I would be forcing my will upon them. But you but have to say, say to that's them, the Canadian way. But you, well, that's right. But if you force people not to be able to buy but from, you see that, what from a government uh, service, he's equating freedom with force. Freedom and force are not the same thing. In a free society, force is retaliatory and is only justified in retaliation against a violation of your rights. In an unfree society, force is initiatory. That means you already are at the, at the point of a gun. 
Um, I mean, when, you country, country, when you come into government, you're going to pass a law. If somebody doesn't follow it, you're going to force them to follow it, aren't you? Absolutely. Well, and uh, laws like protection of life, liberty, and property. Those are the uh, only laws that are justifiable in a free society. Well, that's your definition, though, but there may be people who disagree with that, and you may pass right. a law. Right, and they're a threat to their life, and they're a threat to their own lives, no, too. And the you, fact they don't understand that, and that they think that you can rule a society by force instead of by reason, persuasion, and freedom is absolutely outrageous. Look at the yeah. shape of the world out there today. I bet you that when you're elected, that you're going to pass a law that some people aren't going to like, and when they say, we're not following your darn law, I'll bet somebody's going to force them to follow it. Absolutely. That, that, that's, so, but that would be a law. If somebody did not obey a law I created, they'd be violating someone's rights, and absolutely, the law should be there to protect them. Well, I, I hear the... Uh, well, there I, are I, objective definitions, Jeff. I hear the kernel of another discussion coming up here. We'll have to revisit this <laughs> the next time. Bob and Jeff are with us, because we're out of time today. Thank you, John. Gentlemen, always Thank a pleasure. You, Thanks, Jeff. Jeff Schlemmer and Bob Metz with us today on this edition of, um, I almost said Ask the Expert. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that too. That too. Left, right, and center.